In conclusion, this book, while excellent in its analysis overall, welcome its goal to bring together the theories and methods of two different fields of study, social history, detailed enough so that more seasoned researchers will find I'm Robert Castanello. I'm the Vice President of Research and Publications at HNET, and this is the Art of the Review podcast. I'm Yelena Kalinsky, Managing Editor of HNET Reviews. And this is a podcast where we examine reviewing and criticism as an academic form. This podcast is brought to you by HNET and the University of Central Florida's Center for Humanities and Digital Research. Welcome to the Art of the Review podcast. Greetings, Art of the Review listeners. Before we start this week's episode, I want to tell you about a new podcast that will be launching next week, March 28th, on HNET. It's called No Sounds Are Forbidden, and it's a bi-weekly podcast about avant-garde music produced by historian Matthew Friedman. It's part music history, part musicology, and its main aim is to advocate for and stimulate a broader appreciation of music that people may have not really developed a taste for. It's about avant-garde music. Matt was a radio producer in an earlier life, and the episodes will be professionally produced. The first episode will focus on Arnold Schoenberg's Pierrot Lunaire. It's called Moon Drunk, Pierrot Lunaire at the Edge of Modernity. Subscribe to H Podcast to get the episodes starting March 28th. Welcome to this episode of The Art of the Review. And this episode will feature another installment of the early days of HNET. And I had a chance to interview someone who was, in the early years, a review editor for H Reviews. And he still is on H Law. And we talked to Charles Zeldin. And uh, as Elena mentioned, he is not only a review editor for H Law, but he's also a network editor. So he wears two hats there. It's really important to H Law. And he was, you know, in the founding class of review editors back when HNET started and was important in the founding of H Law. He's a professor of history at Nova Southeastern University in uh, Plantation, Florida. And one of the things he mentions is this whole idea of this new burgeoning group of people known as review editors coming into HNET for the first time. And Yelena, can you tell our subscribers a little bit about what review editors are? Sure, yeah. I don't think we've ever actually talked directly about what review editors do. Review editors are certified by the HNET Council. They assign and commission reviews, so they choose books for review. They find the uh, potential reviewers, and then they take those reviews through the editing process. And as we'll hear in the interview, unlike most print journals, our review editors work closely with reviewers and with our copy editors, um, so it makes the review process pretty interactive overall. Okay, so we'll queue up the interview with Charles now, and he talks a, a great deal about being in that first generation of review editors, as well as what it was like to found a network like HLaw. Okay, Charles, thank you uh, for joining me today. Uh, my pleasure. And can you tell me a little bit before we get started, uh, can you tell me, just tell me a little bit about what HLaw is for our subscribers? Uh, HLaw is one of the HNET lists that focuses on legal history very broadly defined which is essentially looking at world history, American history, through the lens of, of legal institutions. 
And so you know, one of the reasons I wanted to, to record you is because you have this long history with HNET, and we've been doing actually quite a few episodes now that look back at sort of the history of HNET and people who were involved in some of the early years of HNET. So if I can get you to talk a little bit about your experience as sort of the first group of re review editors that were coming through HNET, what, what do you think you know, your expectations were in, that, in those early well, years? Well, the, the truth is... I I didn't have much in the way of expectations because there really wasn't much of a model for online book reviewing. Uh, there was law and politics reviews, which sort of gave us a model to work off of. And I think H. German had done some uh, done reviews before it became part of the HNet. But we sort of walked in not knowing how do you make this work. Uh, we had the model from from uh, paper journals, but part of the reason for creating uh, H review was it could take two years to get your book reviewed. And, and there had to be a better way. And so we sort of made it up as we went along. Uh, you know, figuring out how to find reviewers, figuring out uh, what books to review, finding books to review. In the early days, it was, it was, it was very interesting sometimes to try and get uh, books out of, review, out of uh, presses because they didn't know who the heck we were. Yeah, and so I mean, besides speed, but do do you think there was um, anything that changed um, by way of doing these online reviews versus printed text reviews? Um, perhaps I, I think what it was is, is a closer relationship between the reviewer and the review editor, in that we're already working through email, and so often I would get into a conversation with the reviewer. Uh, about the review as I went over it. I'd, I'd send back queries. Uh, we'd discuss issues. Uh, and and so I, my experience with print journals is they give you the assignment, you send it in, and then at some point they 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 send you a, a, a PDF of your uh, review. Uh, in the early days especially, there was a lot more interactive nature to review editing uh, simply because Nobody quite knew where we were going, what we were supposed to do. So, so it was sort of a group effort. Yeah, I, I could, I could certainly relate. I didn't, I didn't think about that because um, you know I just recently did a, a review and it was exactly like you described. Someone asked me to review a book and then I turned it into the email that was sent to me and then I got a PDF and said, "Look over this." And there really wasn't that interaction that wasn't there wasn't really that exchange at all and i yeah. think you're right that really does yeah i unfortunately over time as as we become more organized uh we've lost a little bit of that spontaneity uh for example back in the day if i talked to somebody at a conference and they said i i just bought and read so-and-so's book I said do you want to review it and i they if they said yes they review their own copy and and, and we work through it uh, today, one of the difficulties is if you want to review something that hasn't come into HNET, uh, it, it's difficult, especially when you have someone who has the book and is willing to review it. Getting it into the review management system actually is a real pain in the neck. Uh, so we've lost some of the spontaneity. On the other hand, working in the review management system is a dream compared to what we used to have to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's, a, it's a give and take. On yeah, it really is. Growth. Uh, so, I mean, so w which, if we could return to, to the idea of, of legal studies, one of the things we, we like to ask review editors that do, you know, that, that aren't in necessarily a specific discipline, but 
do uh, more studies, sort of studies networks? Like, what do you think, you know, uh, is it about um, legal studies as far as um, questions one might ask or use of legal documents or anything like that that might approach uh, the review of books or the review of materials different than something that's situated in a specific discipline? Well, legal history is very broad um, in the sense that everything sooner or later runs into legal institutions. So there can be a book on immigration that runs into the administration of immigration, which is which is has a legal aspect to it. There could be a book on marriage. There can be a book on on family. There can be a book on on uh, the Constitution of the United States. I mean, the, the range of possibilities uh, of what can be viewed as legal history is very wide. And I think our reviews, to the best of our ability, have attempted to, to show that breadth, to review books that are not obviously legal, but are built on, on a foundation of law and legal institutions. Uh, that might actually have the intent of the author have been to make an economics history book. But in the process, they dealt with law and regulation. Uh, and increasingly, we're seeing more and more international legal history. Uh, it may actually have always been out there, but at least we're noticing it. And in fact, our, our big drive right now at H-Law is to find an international book review editor who has some knowledge of those fields uh, to to, to catch that breadth of, 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 of research uh, across international lines. So are you talking about um, international issues that come into domestic courts, or are you talking about inter international courts itself? I'm actually talking about international courts. There's a lot of interesting work being done right now on the British Empire's legal system in places like India, uh, in places like um, uh, 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 well, Iraq, uh, in, 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 in uh, its impact and influence on even places like Japan. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of very interesting work being done on the legal institutions of other countries. And uh, so we're trying to capture that right now in terms of our reviewing. All right, great. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, my pleasure. Well, that was great, but I just have to defend the reviews management system. We can easily import books that reviewers or review editors have on hand. Okay, Yelena, so you are on record defending the um, management system. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, for um, our listeners, if you are interested, we will post a link to the review of Charles Selden's book, Bush v. Gore that was um, reviewed on H Reviews. Look for it in the Art of the Review show notes blog on the H Podcast Network.